It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. Coming to you from somewhere in Sanctuary, this is episode 302 of Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo Community Podcast. This episode is called Diablo 2 Excitement. Today is April 10, 2021, and this is Jen. I'm going to start off by making it clear that I am not in the technical alpha that people are playing right now, and the simplest reason I can give you is because I have a Mac computer and Diablo 2 Resurrected is not going to play on a Mac. It never did, it never will. I do have an Xbox S though, so there's a chance I'll be able to play it on there. Um, well, I, as far as I know, everything I've read says, yes, you can play Diablo 2 Resurrected on the Xbox S and the X one as well, Xbox X. So if you got those and you're playing a Mac, you're still gonna be able to play, but this technical alpha is for PC only. So I am not in that, but I'll talk more about the game in a little while. One of the things that I wanted to quickly go over is my week in gaming. It's probably been, well, actually it's probably been about a week or so. And I decided to do things differently for Season 23. Typically, I play a Barbarian, and I have a great time playing a Barbarian. But for some reason this season, I just really wanted to play a Necromancer again. I've done it before. I was in it was either the Beta or the Alpha when that came out. And then I bought the Necromancer pack and played the necromancer in the first season that was open or new i guess after that pack was something you could buy and i had a great time it was so much fun i learned a lot from talking to other players that knew more about the necromancer than me and kind of coached me through a few things and i completed all of the set dungeons for the necromancer i don't remember if i mastered them all but i might have it was a really good time i also like that the necromancer leveled up kind of quick barbs level up slowly and then get a lot of power and things start moving but necromancers start off pretty good so far, uh, the biggest problem I'm having is finding time to play because I'm a freelance writer, so my workload starts over at the very beginning of the month and the, you know, seasons like to start at the beginning of a month, so I've been trying to balance between trying to get paid work done and being able to play and make videos, like little gameplay videos of what I've been doing in-game and you know, I guess I was destined to play a necromancer this season because necromancers are all about the balance and that's what I'm trying to achieve in real life and in gaming right now. So I haven't gotten too far. I just hit 50 and completed chapter one. I've got about half of chapter two done and some scattered things beyond. And as soon as I get a little more paid work done, I'll be able to really focus on season 23. I have been 
doing things differently other than playing a class that I don't typically play or haven't in a while at least. The thing with the followers where you can give them armor and weapons and you know the whole deal. You have like a full character sheet for each one of your followers and I think it's great and to my surprise all three of the followers could actually have necromancer stuff equipped not the stuff that's necromancer only but like the you know the pants and the boots and all this kind of stuff so that made it interesting because now a lot of the gear that i would be leaving on the ground because i didn't need it can actually be picked up and used by a follower so that's it's neat it's been really cool to try to figure out okay what does this one need is this better for this follower or that follower and more importantly, which follower do I want to bring with me? Because looking at followers in this different, unique way for Season 23 has made me kind of reassess which one I actually need. And if I'm playing a Barbarian, I bring the Templar because he can heal. And the Barbarians, at least the way I play them, they don't have a lot of intrinsic ways to heal themselves. But the Necromancer does. There's all this, like, um, oh, I was just playing, and I can't remember the name of the spells, but where you can, like, drain life from enemies and have, like, extra health globes pop up and all these things. So the Necromancer doesn't need the Templar to follow them around and heal them. So I decided to bring the Scoundrel with me, which is kind of weird because my initial impression of that character when Diablo 3 came out was he was kind of icky and he kind of hit on your character if you're playing a female character and I was like I don't know you know left him in town most of the time honestly but with this okay first of all I'm playing a male necromancer so the scoundrel's not going to hit on him that makes things less icky and I wanted to see what would happen if I, as a supposed-to-be ranged character, brought another ranged follower with me. And it seems to be working out pretty well. Now, as I said, you know, a supposed-to-be ranged character, well, I have a tendency to still play like I'm playing a barbarian and jump into the mob of enemies. And for a while, it was working really good until I moved it up to master difficulty and tried to go after Diablo. I didn't even get to Diablo. I was trying to go through the area you got to go through beforehand and they just kept killing my necromancer. So I'll level up some more and try again. And that is my week in gaming or if it's been more than a week, I'm not sure anymore, but that's what I've been up to. I will soon be posting videos of my gameplay as a podcast on bookofgen.net and eventually they'll go to YouTube as well so you can check it out whichever way you want. It's always free and I'll link to that in the show notes along with everything else I'm gonna talk about today. And before we go too far, um, <laughs> if you want to help this show grow and give me more time and opportunity to put more into it, and you know build the show a bit more or if you just happen to need a t-shirt you know a lot of people have been wearing the same t-shirts all through the pandemic and if you need a t-shirt i've made one on my Redbubble. it's at uh 
Book of Jen is the name of the Red Bubble. It is literally the logo from the Shattered Soul Stone. If you see it on the website or on the Twitter account or the Facebook account, that logo, and you can get it on a shirt. It comes in a few different colors, a whole bunch of different styles. It's on Red Bubble, and all of that money will be help helping us to like you know, keep things going as a podcast and all those things you got to do in between. It'll definitely help me organize my time more so that I can do more for the show instead of kind of waiting and trying to do the paid work I have now. It'll make things easier. So if you want a t-shirt, that's where to get one. And if you do not want a t-shirt or you do not want this t-shirt, that's okay too. I just want people to know they exist. So moving on, yes, the technical alpha has been released to a handful of players, and I'm thinking from what I've seen, it's mostly streamers, which totally makes sense because a lot of people are very excited about being able to play Diablo 2 Resurrected. So if you put it in the hands of very popular, well-known Diablo streamers, either on Twitch or on YouTube Live, I think some have done it there, then they're going to get a lot of eyes on that game, no matter which one you pick to watch. And I've been popping in and out of streams on Twitch and just kind of seeing how the game goes. And there's so many people that are streaming it. So if you can think of your favorite Diablo creator that streams... I do not stream, I cannot be in this group, but um, lots of other people do. So if you really want to know what it's like to play this game and to see what the technical alpha looks like, and even maybe compare like the original D2 graphics with the new updated version, go check out one of these people that are streaming it because they seem to know a lot more than me. Some of them have played D2 back in the day. Some of them have not. It's new to them. And you can like ask them questions and get some of your answers from them and just see how it looks. It's pretty darn exciting, honestly. <laughs> I love the way the graphics are. I'm really excited by how many people want to play this game. I want to play this game. I'll get it on Xbox eventually. But, I mean, it's exciting. You know, it's just, I'm so glad that, you know, we were real excited about it during BlizzCon Line, which I did a lot of stuff for BlizzCon Line on Warcraft Radio and some on All Things Azeroth. And so I was doing all that and like people were really excited about this. They were excited about other Blizzard things, but this as well. Um, so I've got a few things from Twitter here that fit with this. So Adam Fletcher, who is at Pez Radar, before the technical alpha, I want to say keys, but that's not necessarily the correct term, but you get what I mean. He wrote on Twitter on, uh, let's see, April 8th, not too long ago. He said, quick tidbits for those who get into the technical alpha tomorrow. F to zoom to look at all the pretty things. G to swap between classic D2 graphics to resurrected on the fly. Slash players, uh, hashtag or number one through eight to simulate additional players for adjusted difficulty. And now you know. And there's a video attached to that so you can look at what he means specifically. 
And the only thing so far I'm not thrilled with about the whole release of the, you know, D2 Resurrected. I think it's, I'm going to get it wrong because I can't get my dyslexic head to either process Resurrected or like, uh, I don't remember if it was Reimagined or whatever, Um, but it's Resurrected. So there are people that are absolutely excited and coming in to talk to the streamers and talking about, you know, when they used to play the game and just excited, happy people that can't wait to play this game. But there's always going to be some people who aren't going to be very nice about it. That just kind of sucks. I'm going to read a tweet from Leviathan because it's really got a lot of words of wisdom in there and I hope that's okay. It's, you know, it's it's out there. The tweet's been out there for uh, over a day, I think. So, <laughs> about a day. But here's some words of wisdom from Leviathan that I think everyone who's really grumpy about not getting into the technical alpha should hear. So he wrote, People, you can conduct yourselves better than this. Don't harass people that got into an alpha. It's fine to be passionate about a game, but it's not fine to let that passion turn you into an ugly version of yourself live and let live so there's that take that to heart if that was you because you're mad you're not gonna you know get into this right now with all these people that are streaming don't take it out on the streamer don't take it out on the community managers or the everyone else involved in the diablo 2 team you know this is a technical alpha there will be more opportunities for you to play and if you're being really grumpy on social media, I, I have no proof of this. But if it were me deciding who got to get into other alphas or betas and someone really stood out as being really mean and crabby and grumpy and negative about the game, I wouldn't be given access to that person. So, you know, don't be that. Don't be that person. All right, so moving on. Rod Ferguson, who is the EP of the Diablo franchise at Blizzard, very important person, obviously, says uh, another words of wisdom type tweet in here, says, and to be clear, this is not going to be our only test for Diablo 2 Resurrected. So if you don't get into this first ship test, sorry, first test, there will be more testing later before we ship. So it's this isn't the only, you know, the technical alpha, it's not going to be one and done and you have to wait until the game comes out. It's there'll be more. Blizz Planet has this article written by Medieval Dragon and it's called Diablo 2 Resurrected Tech Alpha Controller UI. So this person has figured out how to play the technical alpha on like a controller like a console type controller it actually shows the xbox one in a little diagram and it's really neat they've got they've created graphics that have like the lettering that looks similar enough to the d2 lettering and like the box around things that you're highlighting it's got the little red orb and the little mana orb you know health and life or life and mana that in there and there's all these pictures like screenshots of like what you need to do in order to maneuver in there and i think that's fantastic because 
if you can use a controller with this game, even if you're playing on a PC, that's incredibly helpful for people that have disabilities, like I do. Um, I won't be playing on computer, as I said, because I have a Mac, but if I had a PC, it would be a lot easier for me to use like an Xbox controller to play the game than to keep going with the keyboard. And that's just specific to my disabilities. Like, obviously I have allergies, that doesn't really relate here, but I have fibromyalgia and it greatly limits my ability to play video games for a long span of time. There's going to be a lot of other gamers out there that have other types of disabilities that also limit their mobility, including in their hands. So to be able to hold a controller and play the game on a PC is fantastic. And you can check this out. Everything will be in the show notes at ShatteredSoulStone.com. And it's just, it's kind of neat that people are looking into it. I have no idea if the person who wrote this was thinking about accessibility or just wanted to see if it would work. But either way, I think it's useful and helpful to the Diablo community as a whole. And then we've got, let's see, uh, Pure Diablo, which I mentioned in a previous show. They have a blog post up over at Pure Diablo, and it's their initial Diablo 2 resurrected technical alpha impressions. And it looks really cool. Like, this site is set up in a way that really looks like Diablo 2. And so the it just looks good. Like, the, the text... At least the headers and stuff like that have like that Diablo 2 lettering and it's pretty cool. So there's a whole bunch of stuff in here if you want to know more about the game or how they played it, what they think about it. There's some, you know, screenshots and and things like this and there's going to be a lot more to come apparently. So if you liked this, you can go back and check out more of what they do with Diablo 2. There's, like I said, a ton of people that are playing the game and having a good time, I assume. If you go on Twitch, you could probably, you know, look in the sidebar and if you're following any Diablo people, you're probably going to see their names up there when they're playing. And so you could jump into their stream and see how they're doing. And I, you know, I was going to try to name off a bunch of them, but there's too many. So just pick whoever's playing at the moment you decide to arrive on Twitch and watch some of this stuff. And, you know, that'll that'll do, probably. I am going to highlight um, just a couple. I know Nineball has started streaming Diablo 2 Resurrected, so you can catch him on uh, Twitch. He's obviously, you know, one of the hosts. He's a co-host of Westmarch Workshop, a fantastic Diablo podcast as well. And so I think, you know, he's he's been having a difficult time, but not with the game, but just real life happens sometimes. So if you want to show him some love, go watch his stream. There's also uh, Dread Scythe, who I've had on the show not that long ago, and who's been on Shadowed Soulstone in the past, uh, has started streaming, like, for the first time ever. And I'm very impressed by this because I personally have a heck of a time trying to sort out all the software and the microphone and, you know, the camera and all this stuff to stream. And it just frustrates me to no end, which is why I don't really stream anymore. But he did it. And I know I saw him asking questions of people who stream about all the different bits and pieces that I don't 
do well or understand. So he started streaming and he's in the technical alpha as well. So if you want to, you know, boost up a streamer that is new to streaming or maybe came back to it after a while, but I think it's like new to streaming kind of thing. And, you know, go check out Dreadscythe whenever he's playing and, you know, start helping, you know, new streamers that really like Diablo 2. So, <laughs> so that's kind of cool. I know I was watching Bloodshed play. He's got some stuff on YouTube now about first impressions and stuff like that. Uh, Rex Antarax was streaming. Zen Kiki was streaming it on YouTube, uh, or has a video on YouTube. I'm not sure which one of those is accurate, but these are just a few. I can't possibly name everybody, you know. <laughs> so you know, go to Twitch or go to YouTube and see who you've subscribed to or followed or whatever that is going to play this game and just check it out. And if they're done or you want to, like, check out other streamers, you know, you could bounce around after being there for several hours or whatever you like. But everybody's just so excited. And it's, you know, this is a Diablo community podcast, so I really wanted to highlight at least some of the people that are, you know, doing all this streaming and gotten to the technical alpha. I'm pretty sure Wolfcryer was also streaming and maybe had people in his stream, you know, talking and stuff like that. Big Daddy Den's been streaming it. So this is a lot of people. I will not be putting all these people in the show notes because you can find them through Twitch and or YouTube. So just, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff to check out and enjoy and see different people's opinions of, and it's it's pretty darn fantastic, honestly. Max Roll, who I've mentioned on the show before, they do a lot of builds for Diablo 3 and have, like, people that I think are experts in a particular class sort of putting it together and telling you, like, what gear you need and what kind of, you know, skills you need and what kind of rune you want to use and, you know, whether this is like a solo build or a group build or, you know, farming build, you know, they do all this stuff to a level that I never could do. I just can't kind of work out all that stuff in my head, no matter how long I've been playing the game, but they can. They've got a new thing going on. Now, they're still going to do the stuff that they've always done, but they have announced that they will cover Diablo 2 Resurrected on a dedicated new website that's still MaxRoll. And it's uh, MaxRoll, and it's got... The first thing written up there is written by MaxRoll, and it's titled, It's About Time... With the anticipated release of Diablo 2 Resurrected expected to drop this year, the Diablo community has voiced in Blizzard's forums their curiosity as to whether MaxRoll plans to cover D2R in addition to the website's current coverage of Diablo 3 and Diablo Immortal. In response to the many inquiries, the answer is yes, MaxRoll will have a dedicated section of the website specifically for D2R. And they've got a bunch of people that they've highlighted that are going to be the Diablo 2 team. The names of these people include, and I apologize in advance if I have mispronounced anything here. Um, so BT Neanderthal or Neantha 1, I think it's a 1, uh, Cooley, Dark Humility, Dabrunsky, Macro Boy. 
bio macro bio boy and teal they are going to be the team for max roll to cover diablo 2 resurrected and it's gonna be cool i think everything i've seen on max roll has been terribly impressive and full of information and could help out you know both new players who have never played d2 before or people coming back to it that maybe don't remember everything from back in the day and this sort of thing so it's kind of neat it's pretty they're so fast to have picked up a whole team just like that and you know right before the technical alpha got released i think it's like this is this article's from march or sorry not march goodness now um april 5th 2021 so it'll be neat so that's another place you can go and find out d2r stuff in addition on blizz planet i mentioned them a little bit ago but this is something else this is called diablo 2 resurrected tech alpha press kit also written by medieval dragon and it's, I'll just read you a little bit of this. Blizzard PR sent a link to the Diablo 2 Resurrected Tech Alpha press kit. The team shared 20 screenshots of the game. Tech Alpha, test number one, will include Act 1 and, and 2 of the single player and three classes, the Barbarian, Amazon, and Sorceress. Future tests will expand to other content, such as the remaining classes in PvP, and they're going to... Um, you know, show you more about that, I, I would guess, on Blizz, uh, Blizz Planet Diablo. And there are definitely graphics in here. It does say that those who pre-registered at Diablo2.blizzard.com will have a chance to access the technical alpha on uh, April 9th, which I think is when most of it went out. And there's so many screenshots in here. There's details about the game from what they know, like, you know, or, or at least the technical alpha, like some of the key points in here. It's available for, for, for pre-purchase on Windows PC. Uh, it is not the only first technical alpha you can sign up and there'll be some they think there's going to be multiplayer tests coming later this year it is english language only for the technical alpha but when the game comes out it's going to be a bunch of other languages as well you are allowed to stream and capture all the footage you want which might be obvious at this point because people have been streaming it and people have been putting blogs full of screenshots about it so it's that's pretty clear it does say you can play with a mouse and keyboard or a controller which is really cool and i kind of mentioned that earlier in this show there's going to be three characters to play in the technical alpha there's no level caps you can just level and level levels often as you want it's going to be single player only in the technical alpha that's probably going to change in upcoming things i would assume and it says explore the sanctuary of players nightmares now in stunning 4k resolution and then there's an asterisk and it says at the asterisk 4K resolution and 7.1 Dolby surround require platforms and equipment that support those features. So there's other stuff in here that I didn't like mention, so you can still check it out. But my goodness, if you want to look at some really cool screenshots of the technical alpha, it 
go to this and check it out. Again, everything will be linked in the show notes at ShatteredSoulStone.com. There's just so much. It's like a wealth of information out there, and it's just super exciting. This has been so interesting that some of the, like, main bigger gaming sites have picked it up like Polygon has an article written by Ben Kuchura on April 9th uh, it's called Diablo 2 Resurrected is the game I remember until it isn't <laughs> and it's not saying anything bad about it but I think the main concept after I've read through most of this I didn't read every word but there's always this thing and I'm just going to paraphrase from what I've experienced not with this game specifically but other video games like for example when WoW Classic was released a lot of people were like oh I can't wait to play that I played that so much when it was new when I was younger and everything was great and I did all this and this and this with my friends and and then you played the WoW Classic after it came out and Notice that the graphics were not as shiny and new as what you remembered them being back when it was, you know, World of Warcraft and it wasn't classic yet. And the way the graphics were at the time, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, and you forget things like how hard it is to get around without a mount and stuff like that. But with the Diablo 2 resurrected, so I'm going to read you a paragraph from this Polygon article. Diablo 2 resurrected is another one of those Blizzard games in which the remaster is kept as close to the original as possible while updating the look of the characters and environment. The game plays the way that I remembered it, and at first, I also thought it looked the same. Frankly, the whole thing felt like a bit of a ripoff. But then I hit the button that lets me hot swap from the updated graphics to the original, and my jaw dropped. The fact that Diablo 2 suddenly looks like a modern game released in 2021 isn't a missed opportunity. It's a gosh danged miracle. So if you want to read more about that, I'll link to it in the show notes as I do. And there's also one on Game Informer. And it's called Instant Swap with Diablo 2 Resurrected Graphics is Nostalgic magic. I love that phrase, nostalgic magic. That's that just brings up all kinds of things you can add to like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. Nostalgic magic, but it's pretty neat. This one was written by Daniel Tack also on April 9th and talks about again swapping back and forth between the original D2 and the uh, resurrected D2 graphics that's gotten a lot of people's attention mentions the technical alpha a little bit there are videos and videos and videos and it was like four of them where they were playing uh, the same I don't know if it was the same area but it does show you like the graphics swap and another one another area with it and that kind of stuff it's pretty neat to see. So I think that's going to be the end of this episode. And I tried to pack in as much Diablo 2 resurrected stuff as I possibly could because we're all very excited about it right now. Even people like me who cannot get into the technical alpha or anything involving a PC and who will have to wait until it comes out on Xbox S or X. They're going to be on both of those. And I know 
at least one of the PlayStations will have it too, but I went with the Xbox because I wanted to. So, I will end the show now. You have been listening to episode 302 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. Come join us in-game. Our in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discard for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on our Twitter and Facebook page, as well as at the Shattered Soulstone website. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your thoughts, contributions, questions, and feedback to our Twitter at Shattered Stone or Facebook at fa- facebook.com slash Shattered Soulstone. Thank you for listening.